What's in store this holiday at your local Staples? Gifts and packages shipped with care. So you can relax in knowing they'll soon be there. Now at Staples, you get 15% off UPS shipping services and 15% off all shipping supplies. Plus, Staples is open seven days a week. So you can ship around your schedule this holiday. And still get everything out in time while spending less. Staples, there's a whole lot in store this holiday. Exclusions apply. In-store only. See associate for details. Ends 1229-18. guests on the line how you doing i am doing good how are you guys doing good can you tell the audience who you are yes sir my name is john arnold i'm the national sergeant at arms of the one percent contact how you doing buddy you know we were just talking we were just talking about uh how it's be uh how the lifestyle has become where it's mostly like uh school girls than anything nowadays with the uh, advent of the internet and all that kind of shit. And we were actually uh, talking earlier about the situation with that uh, one uh, guy that came out, gave an interview to uh, Jim over at Legendary Biker Radio. And I was telling him, you know, it's kind of funny how everybody uh, took off and rode with that guy and didn't even do the background research on him. And all you had to do was put in uh, his name and shit and uh, read an article from the Waco Tribune. And next thing you know, he's in there even admitted that he was talking the cops two weeks before because he got busted and all that shit. What can you tell us about it? Man, that's, uh, <laughs> you pretty much hit the nail right on the head there. We, uh, a couple weeks before Twin Peaks, he went down there. Uh, a couple of us went to dinner at Don Carlos there to check out the bike down over at Twin Peaks, right? Things were keeping pretty hot around Lincoln at that time, and uh, seeing who was hanging out, you know what was going on. And while we were over there, he took it upon himself to take his kid up there, and uh, cops recognized him and pulled him over, took him to jail for endangering a child. He had a weapon in the vehicle. You know, he was right back out, which that you know that was kind of easy right off the bat, and then. Uh, just, I don't know, man. It's just the, the guys, it's piled up on him. Right. Now, can you, uh, you know, he, he was, how many clubs was he in? Oh, man. Right off the top of my head, I could, he tried to start the blues fires in Waco that failed. He was in the Lost Cabs, Two Sacks, Dirty Knuckles, uh, a couple car clubs that I can remember. I, I've known him in 15 years. I've never actually had a personal problem. You know, Waco's big, but it's not that big. So, been riding bikes as long as we have. We've run into each other for over the years. Right, right. Now, what what do you say about some of the, the accusations he was making in that interview? Oh, man, that's just ludicrous. I, all I can say is show me the, the, the proof. Right? Um, Talking, um, why would a grown man bring in uh, women and children and, and uh, try and belittle a family who lost a son? I mean, the guy's just, he's just a, 
I don't want to cuss on your show, but you're the people. Oh, go ahead. You go ahead, man. We cuss all the time. I'm one of the worst. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I mean, and the other guy, uh, his, you know, my rugby, he's a two-year bike rider. He's, he's brand new to the lifestyle. He's got no idea what he's doing. Uh, he's just, man, it's just crazy. I, I just can't believe these two grown men act this way. Right. Now, what uh, with the accusations, because one of the things uh, that really struck me was he was really going after your uh, president and vice president. And from what I'm understanding is they're still under uh, indictment in Rico, or on uh, Waco. So if that's the case, how the hell are they snitches? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I didn't really listen to the interview. I was so disgusted about the first five minutes I, I turned it off, so... In uh, fact, if you could help me out with that question, I mean, what what were they they saying that, that Owen Reeves is a snitch? Yeah, Owen Reeves and Chaos were a snitch. Uh, that Chaos turned on his uncle or something like that and got him seventy five years. You know, down them freaking lines. Um, and what that it, it really didn't make no sense to me because I'm sitting here thinking, that, well, goddamn, these guys are still under indictment in uh, Waco. How the fuck, you know, if they're rats and all this bullshit. Where's all the deals? Yeah, exactly. Now, I, I, I do remember something about the Black Curtain Society or something. They were spouting off that uh, Owen's been a part of this uh, witness protection plan. I mean, this is the craziest thing I've ever heard. Right, right. It's, just, it's insane. I and mean, it's not backed up by any proof, no, no kind of proof on paper whatsoever. It's just two lonely guys. You know, they both got like four or five Facebook names, so they get on there and they Facebook warrior the shit out of us and, and comment on their own Facebooks talking to themselves. It's really pathetic. It's kind of sad. It's like little schoolgirls, ain't it? It's exactly what it is. It's, you know, we're a man's club. We don't deal with that shit. Right. Now, what what do you uh, say to people like that one stupid ass group that what came out and uh, started saying, "See, look, you know, you got to know what you're uh, getting into." Why these were the same people that uh, welcomed you guys with open arms uh, in Illinois, I guess, at that Rosie's Fest. Yeah, I don't really have a comment on that, man. I'm not too versed in that. That's above my pay grade. Hmm. Uh, I, are you talking about Big Pete? Yeah. Yeah, well, just like the Mark White thing, as soon as we found out that, you know, he was a snitch, we cut all ties with the guy and, and didn't want anything to do with him. Right, right. Now, you guys didn't, well, yeah, you guys did find out he was a snitch and you had cut all ties with him. Uh, you actually yes. put a statement up on your uh, club website about him. Yeah, I believe so. Rock on. I, I, haven't, I haven't been on there in a while. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. Well, you know, what do you tell our audience? Because you got a large audience right now. Uh, what would you? What do you tell them about uh, some of the stuff that's flying about your club, and uh, you know this Mark White and all that shit? What do you want to tell them? Uh, man, uh, the truth will set you free. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, I would love to see some some evidence of some sort of uh, anything that these guys say. I mean, just anything. Right. Uh, it's just the craziest thing I've ever. I've never seen keyboard warriors in such fashion. I just, it amazes me that these guys can sleep at night. 
you know, you put up this picture with him and, uh, oh, what's that man, Dino's name, Candyman? Yeah. You put that picture up there to, to, uh, poke at Owen. And, uh, the funny thing is, the man's got a picture of Candyman, man, Dino Candyman with his head blown off in his, in his house. I mean, the guy's, he's a lunatic. Right. Now, how, you know what, this is another subject that I like uh, discussing on the channel. How does uh, what goes on on social media actually affect the street? Does it make it more dangerous for club members or what? I believe, I mean, it could, but I think that most 1% clubs or most clubs in general, nobody's really paying attention to social media. It's just, you know, that's for women and children. You get on there and see where the picnic's at that weekend or whatever, but I don't think that most men really pay attention to it like that. Right, right. Now, we got just got a question from uh, one of our audience. It's uh, from James Provo. It says, Hollywood, are any of these clubs trying to help the Mongols with uh, them down, uh, the Mongols being down there? Now, you guys are neutral in that, all that stuff, aren't you? Yes, sir. We, uh, we're not, we don't support anybody but ourselves. You know, we're trying to grow slow and do, do things right. And uh, it's a painful task, man. I didn't think it was going to be this hard, honestly. But we got some good leadership, and uh, things are work You know, they're starting to pan out finally. But yeah, as far as we don't, we don't back anybody. Right now, what led you guys? Uh, because a lot of people are asking, you know, the ugly man Kazak. You got your lineage from there. Uh, what made you guys want to go on your own and one percent? Well, you know. Uh, while we were in, in uh, heated up with the banditos, there was about 55 to 60 of us that really did all the work. And, uh, you know, after the the, the Twin Peaks thing, the Cossacks kind of turned their backs on us, and uh, we just decided it was time to do something different. And, you know, because we used to pour passages, take care of our own. We, we lived by that here, and uh, the rest of them sure didn't. Right, right. And that's how you guys uh, basically got on your... But uh, is Mark White uh, affiliated with anybody anymore? Because it kind of strikes me funny that, you know, his name was in that newspaper where he admitted talking to the cops about the business of the clubs. For one, you don't do that bullshit. You know, most uh, New Jacks on this channel don't realize that, but you don't go out and talk to the cops about club business. And there he at all. No, and then he turned around in that interview and said, "Well, I'd never talk to cops unless, well, maybe my uh, motorcycle was stolen. You know, then I'd have to call them and stuff." What do you? That that seems like the height of hypocrisy. It is exactly that Hollywood. Uh, I mean, I know for a fact he got in trouble and he went in and spilled the beans on everything the man knew about the red and gold world. And, uh, you know, he was a lost cab for a while, so, you know, he knew a lot about it. We got a lot of information from him while we were running around. But, uh, yeah, it's just, you don't ever talk to the police for any reason. Not any reason. Right. Now, can you explain uh, to the audience why that is the case? You know, I try to, you know, bang it in everybody's head, you know, because, you know, our channel is mostly club-friendly. And we believe in the COC and all the old uh, ways and traditional stuff like that. But can you explain to them why it's so important why 
we don't affiliate ourselves with cops. We don't, you know, it's not that, you know, anybody's doing anything criminal. It's just like, you know, it's always in the old days that there was a line in the sand. Clubs were on one side, the cops were on the other, and we didn't intermingle at freaking all. You know, and now you got freaking clubs out there accepting cops in them. And, you know, how does that affect the club scene, you think? I mean, that's, uh, that's a good question. Yeah. Oh. And I'm not talking about, you know, I'm just talking, you know, you're a club member, yeah, but, you know, just as an individual, what do you think about that? How it's became and how dangerous I believe that is that cops are actually being allowed in clubs. Well, you know, men, when men have problems, men, you know, you go to the man and you take care of the problem. We, we believe in that strongly, but, you know, when you have cops involved, you're talking, they're handing down some serious time, man. When you, when somebody's looking at 10, 15, 20 years, uh, for something that shouldn't even be brought to light at all, it's crazy. Right. And you know what? What's interesting with what uh, this Mark White had to say about chaos, and you know, you know that fat uh, job of the cunt ran with. Uh, well, he's a rat. He's a rat. He's a rat. Why well, do I don't know a rat that's facing life in prison right now for uh, a mob one charge? Do you? No, sir. Not not at all. Like I said again, that's that's just more of him running that job. You know, I. Where's proof? Right. Where's the proof? I mean, the man, he obviously can get a hold of you and, and email any proof that he's got on that. And, and uh, by God, if that's the case, you know, we'll handle that situation as it comes as well. But it's not, it's just, it's craziness. Well, you know, we asked Mark uh, White to be on our show, but he refuses because he knows that I'm not the interviewer. Uh, I'll actually get up into the questions and uh, what's up. You know, not saying nothing against Jim. I think he did a, a, you know, as a reporter, did a great uh, interview with him. But I just don't think he got in there and asked the hard questions. Uh, yeah, I was like I said, I'm not a big fan of Mr. Parks uh, throughout the whole trial and everything. It was just we, we kind of got a bad leg on there, bad shake on that whole trial. And uh, I don't know, man. It's just I'm not a big fan of his, and I, I didn't. Like I said, I didn't really listen to the interview because I was disgusted with it the first couple minutes of it. Right. Now, you know, me and my, uh, I had a, you know, I have a co-host on uh, once in a while. His name is New York. And we talked about it earlier in this week about how the Moggles case is uh, going to affect the rest of the club scene if they lose that. What is your viewpoint on what's going on right now with the government trying to freaking uh, take the Moggles patch? Oh, it's it's gonna be bad for everybody. They they've made it so bad now you can't you can't hardly ride down the street with your cut without them trying to pull you over and take your pictures and look at your tattoos and go through your shit. It's ridiculous. The profile. I mean, it's ridiculous. I actually say Texas is ground zero for the motorcycle profiling right now. Don't you? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, and I hate to see it to even anybody, even somebody that I can't stand or hate. You drive down the road, you see them standing on the side of the road with their shirt off, being photographed. It's belittling. It's ridiculous. 
I don't see how that's even legal. Right. Well, there was a video that uh, surfaced, what was it, a week ago or so, and it wasn't from one of your uh, club members, but it was from the other side. I think it was Red and Gold's uh, support club. Now, this kid didn't have nothing wrong. All he was doing was going to school, I believe it was. And next thing you know, just because he had a patch on, the cops are saying, get off the freaking bike. We need to document your tattoos and all that stuff. So what do you say to these, you know, because there's a lot of naysayers out there. Uh, one guy actually came on and said, fuck the confederation of clubs, fuck motorcycle clubs. They're nothing but a bunch of criminals. And, you know, they're trying to implement Shiera, uh, uh, what is that, the Shiera law or some bullshit. Uh, you know, what do you say to them kind of guys? Well, all I can say to that is, look at the Twin Beach case. 177 of us arrested. Uh, I think there was eight people who had prior arrest records out of the whole group. I'm talking Red Gold, us, everybody. You know, the motorcycle world, it's not cheap to, to, to do this. It's, it's expensive and it's hard on you when you have a family and you don't make the money that you should be making, but it's not cheap to buy. And uh, to have these people say, you know, yeah, it's easy to dismiss everything and people love to, you know, hate us. They must be pushing masks or strippers or whores or something, but get out of town, man. That's right. crazy. Well, it ain't, I'm probably it the ain't, criminal in the world, then. <laughs> it ain't like it used to be in the early days, man, when that shit was going around. What a lot of these guys don't understand is it's 2018, and it ain't 1970, 80, or 90 anymore where we used to get away with that kind of shit. Who the hell wants to face 25 to life when it's easier just to do shit legal and you to make you know just as much money? You know, when you take out what you would have to pay in lawyer fees and all that bullshit if you got caught up. So for those who are out there saying, well, you know, clubs are nothing but criminals and blah, blah, blah. You know, that's uh, more on the, the law abiding club bullshit side. And that's where you get a lot that, uh, you know, are Iron Legacy. You got them fucking because that alliance law abiding clubs going out there pushing that shit. And we take them on all the time with that kind of bullshit. And what a lot of people don't understand is, yeah, when clubs fuck up and shit like that, it's only a couple of the people, two, three, four out of a freaking whole national freaking club that gets, you know, caught up in some shit like that. That don't mean the whole exactly. damn club's criminal. Yeah, and then they word your indictments and whatnot to, to put uh, to make it a gang, quote unquote, where they can charge everybody with what two stupid asses did. You know, it's you know, but you hit a, a point a minute ago. One of the main reasons I joined the Cossacks when I when I came to the Cossacks is because I went on a ride with them. Uh, a spike puts on a thing that was called Cossacks for Kids, and it was uh, they did Christmases for several families in, in the Waco area. And I was really impressed with that and the, uh, the brotherhood. And the, it was just a great scene, man. And, and I, it just all fell to shit for some reason. Right. Well, I appreciate you coming on, man, and uh, giving your guys a side. Number one, the Internet Biker Radio Show is now available on Spotify and all major platforms, including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. 
Don't forget to become a subscriber on any one of these platforms so you can be notified right away when our weekly episode is uploaded so you never miss an episode. Hey, this is James Hollywood Match Curry. Hop on over and check out our new YouTube channel where you can hear Motorcycle Madhouse and watch the Biker Angle. You can look up the new channel by going to our website, HarleyLiberty.com, or Insane Throttle Biker News in the YouTube channel search bar. Don't forget to have that prospect hit the subscribe button and that bell in the upper right-hand corner so you will always be up to date with the new channel content. Motorcycle Madhouse with James Hollywood Machikari. Yep, yep, good to yep. go. Hollywood's Motorcycle Madhouse on iHeartRadio. And welcome back. We have everybody's new favorite commentator, and that is New York. How you doing, New York? Good, man. How's everything? Yeah, it's going pretty damn good, man. Pretty damn good. So today we're going to be talking about Chuck E. Cheese, man. Seems like he's been making some waves out there on the Internet to try to get some attention drawn to himself. Yeah, he is, and he's not stopping either. Hopefully he goes back to what he was uh, originally uh Starting his uh, YouTube channel over was about the open road and about, you know, you know things he's seen, his pitches and stuff like that. That's how I originally uh, heard about him, was on YouTube uh-huh. by accident. But then right. I don't know what happened. Somewhere along the line, he, he fucking changed and he started talking stupid. Right. So, well, from what, well, you know what, from my understanding, this is uh, the usual cycle for him that uh, he gets a bug up his ass and he tries to find subjects that uh, he can counter against that way to get more viewers viewers to his channel. You know what you, you, you know what I'm having a hard time understand though it depend his 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 views change from video to video. So you mm-hmm. don't know what you know where his stance really is because like I said in one in one in one video or even in his articles in one video He's saying how, you know, the country was built on the Constitution and all men are created equally and this and that. And then he puts a post something to the effect that I don't I, I, I took a screenshot of it because I just like the, the, the post shit that he says, how he contradicts himself in case we ever had a debate. And I wanted to be able to read a direct quote from him. But he puts right. something to the effect how, you know, all black mothers are good for is teaching their um teaching their kids on how to steal, this and that. But then in the video, we're saying all men are created equal, this and that. Everybody should be tr- uh, treated accordingly. And then he puts some stupid shit like that. And in my opinion, those type of comments is what gives bikers a bad name. That type mm-hmm. of stupid shit. You know what I'm saying? So you, right. don't, you, don't ever know, you don't ever know what his view is, where mm-hmm. he stands, because each fucking video contradicts one another. The videos that I started watching... He, he found a nice niche for himself, like that guy. I think his name is Scooter, Scooter Tramp Scotty or something like that. It was another guy who has a lot of good shows, and he sticks to the open road, the people that he meets, his experiences, how he earns money, you know, working uh, like at the Biketoberfest or Sturgis. Things, you know, see, he, there's a, it's a nice niche to have. And right. from what I could tell, I thought, I, I thought originally that's with uh, Chuckle and Jive's was uh doing but then mm-hmm. you start watching more videos and you start reading his posts and his blogs and you're like wait a minute what the fuck is this and that's why i wrote that article about uh about some of his comments because they were all mm-hmm. over the place 
But what right. he does is, I know what he does. He'll he'll say he agrees. He'll have a debate on an open mic. Okay. So then he'll he'll find a reason he wants he wants um he wants to know the premise of the debate. Technically, what he wants is like a fucking um he wants a complete printout of everything you're gonna say beforehand. And I told him, I said, if you read my article, you would have you would have seen what I want to debate with you about. But right. he kept finding reasons. Well, unless I get this, that he wants a fucking uh, um what's that word I'm looking for, Amanda? Uh, he wants uh an itinerary. Right. Uh, what the fuck you're gonna uh you're gonna talk about? And I says, can't you just talk and can't we just talk man to man on an open mic? And I says, and, and and come up with shit on the fly, if anything. And that wasn't good enough. And then he kept bringing the whole subject on his post. Well, until uh Jimmy uh little Jimmy uh, has the two debates that he backed out of and uh black dragon he kept like diverting it to you guys and i even sent it on a well uh, you know what's funny you know what let me address that right there what's yeah. funny about him is he even admitted it because i put this up on uh one of the videos showing his uh response that he didn't want to you know he claims he was too busy to drive out here when he knows damn well the debate was supposed to be held in chicago right uh you know because he's in tinley park which is outside of chicago you know, I really love how he goes, and I'm Chicago Chuck. He's never—he's not from Chicago. He's from Tinley Park. It's not even well. A Chicago summer. sounds more cool and more badass. That's why he right. Does. But uh, it was supposed to be set up in Chicago with a club member present. You know, because we believe in giving both sides of the story. Now, sure. I guess uh, he didn't want to show up where a club member was, but here he is talking all this crap on the internet about him, about how he'll debate anybody, anywhere, anytime. Well, he backed out because the club member was going to be there. So that's the yeah. story about uh, that. Uh, and, you know, to even get onto a debate stage with uh, somebody like me or Black Dragon, first of all, this guy's never wore a patch in his life. So he he can't talk about anything about the motorcycle club world because he don't know. He actually flunked out of Iron Order's hangaround period. So it's he, he don't have much credibility when it comes to motorcycle clubs because you can't talk about something that you never were a part of or never went through the process of or failed getting into the process. You, you see, and that's why I – and I even told him on the post we were going back and forth. I even told him, you know, this is from one independent biker to another. So in that aspect, I hate to even put myself in the same boat with him, but in that aspect – we, we there, there, there's we share that, okay. Right. I'm an independent biker, okay. I just like motorcycles. I like to ride, okay. Mm-hmm. I never ever been in a club before. All right. Now, right. here you got another guy who's not in the club. So I figured, why not get his views and get my views? Because being that you know they seem to be depending on what video you watch to be so different. So let's go head to head on an open mic and have a talk. But he kept diverting it. And what he does is he'll say, I, I accept this. This is what he does. This is his game that he plays. I've seen it because he did it to me. He'll say, I accept, and he'll go on a ramble. You'll respond and say, okay, well, we're going to do it this, this, and this and, uh, on this day. Then he'll say, well, I want these are the requirements that I want met. He'll give you a mm-hmm. laundry list of stuff. Then when you respond to that and answer him, he'll remove it and then make another comment. You got nothing to say? So then you respond again. Then he'll remove it until the point where you get tired of him doing it and you stop responding. 
And then he'll say, you see, people, another one uh, I uh, intellectually stood up to when they backed out. So then other people are reading it. They see all his comments, and he looks like he's calling you out to the debate, but he removes all of yours. So it looks like it looks like that, that you know, he called you out on it, on the conversation, on the debate. And when you mm. stop responding because you get tired of uh, get, acting like a cunt over the Internet and going back and forth with him, and you just leave it alone, then it looks like, you know, to his audience, see, another one who uh, – who uh, backed out, called me out. I, I, I said, okay, let's speak, and he decided uh, to back out of it. That's the game he plays because he's doing it with me now. So right. I, I'll, I'll so honest. you're seeing firsthand the way he is. Yeah, I mean, you know, and you hate to give this guy uh, any type of exposure because every time you mention his name, people are going to get curious. So mm. they're going to go on his YouTube channel, and he's going to get views. Whether you, like, whether you hit dislike or like or whatever, he's still generating traffic. So you feel like you're shoveling shit against the high tide because it's a win-win for him, you know. Right. But my object, my goal was to try to make people see that the guy's full of shit because I really, my goal at the end of the day was nothing more for people to take him for what he is, is a lion sack of shit. And I was hoping that he would lose subscribers to the point where he's sitting there talking to himself in a fucking mirror because a guy like him, the worst punishment you could give this guy, the worst is make it to where he has no audience, he loses all his subscribers, and he actually has to go out and fucking work for a living to do something. You understand what I'm saying? Instead of sitting around and looking to start shit for right. no reason. You bring up a great point because this guy is sitting out in the desert talking shit about motorcycle clubs, saying the most outlandish shit, knowing that he's sitting out in the middle of a freaking desert. And next thing you know, he comes up with this idea, I should start a three-piece patch RC, because oh, I can't. I want to talk about that. I, I, and I, then you have knows. these other fools come out here saying, well, I'll join with you. Well, where is this punk going to be when it's time to put up or shut up on the street? And that's one thing that I always preach is, okay, you don't like protocol, fine, but, but can you back your shit up? Because yeah. the U.S. Constitution don't guarantee you a patch. No. It don't it don't guarantee nothing. So you, go ahead. You, I I hope I really hope he starts that patch. I got a better one for you. Never mind people approaching. Let's just say for argument's sake, nobody even go approaches them about wearing a three piece patch. I want to know what he's going to do if a bunch of fucking idiots order that patch. Okay, they watch a couple of episodes of SOA or The Minds or whatever fucking show. And they get a wild hair up their ass that 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 did these uh, big bad uh, biker motorcycle clubs. What's he gonna do if these guys go out there wearing a patch that he designed, he created? Now he's the he's the founder of it, correct? Right. Originally, so they'll be able to link it that he's the founder. What's he gonna do when a bunch of them get busted if they get busted for doing something stupid, whether it be drugs or some type of criminal act, and they try hitting him with a fucking RICO act? Right. Right. What's he gonna That's do with something point. like? And because he's generating money, what happens if they're using money to buy more patches from him? They're using criminal money to buy patches, this and that. Is he going to still have that same outlook he has with the Mongols trying to get that uh, their trademark and their logo taken? Right. Well, you know what I'm you saying? Know you know what's even more hypocritical of this guy? He talks about the Constitution and all that shit. But he's out there actually supporting a government agency to take away private citizens' rights to assemble. Yeah. Of course, because he's a fucking hypocrite. He's a hypocrite. I, I don't care what anybody says. This is my personal opinion, because I don't think he's smart enough to, 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 to say the insult 
and shit that he's saying. I truly believe, and I mean, we could speculate on where it's coming from. I believe that he's being uh, put up to say this stupid shit in hopes that somebody does something stupid and approaches him. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest with you, the best way anybody could get this guy back is to take away his fucking uh, subscribers to where he has zero fan base. No platform that preaches stupid shit, or if he does preach, he's teaching to maybe fucking four or five people. Financially, mm-hmm. call him out on his fucking bullshit. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to expose him to show what a fucking liar, hypocrite that he is. Because sometimes he might even say something, not even believing it, but he's looking to get a rise out of fucking people. And the only right. way for an asshole like that is to take away his platform, to take away a fucking audience, to take away his podium to talk. Because without that, he's nothing. He's insecure. He's got issues. He's going through an, a serious identity crisis. He needs so bad, so bad to feel wanted and accepted that it's eaten him alive, that everywhere he turns, when people find out what he is, they fucking tell him and they chase him away. Like, get the fuck out of here. They chase him away. They treat him. You ever seen the movie Goodfellas like Spider? They treat him like fucking Spider. Get the fuck out of here. You know, they, he's a fucking... He's a, a fucking, he's a clown. He's a joke. And he knows it deep down inside. So every time he goes on these rants on that uh, he's an outlaw biker and, you know, uh, he gave one video, the whole fucking thing was fuck the world, fuck the world. He's not, he's not trying to, uh, he's trying to prove it to himself. Mm. You know, it's like a guy who's always barking in a room. You know, I'm the biggest, baddest motherfucker in here, this and that, screaming, yelling. Those are the guys you know ain't shit. Because they're right. not trying to, they're trying to prove it to them because they know deep down inside they ain't about shit. They know it. And they're scared that you're going to see it. Right. Now, what do you but think that, about that, uh, him going around calling himself an outlaw or this is outlaw living? It's funny he'll bash on the real outlaws, but he wants to use all their shit. Listen, he's obsessed with the image. He loves the image. He says he can't, he can't stand uh, one percenters that they're making it look bad and they don't have a fucking right to, uh, no, everybody has a right to wear what they want. And that's, that's fine. Everybody, everybody has, everybody has a right to do what they want. But at the same token, there's other people out there that ain't going to have the same view and they're going to call you out on it. One thing he's knocking, he's knocking all outlaw motorcycle clubs. And then on another video, he was sitting there praising 81 saying that they're the Rolls Royce of uh, 81 and he's a, and he's an 81 supporter. So what, you know, like I said, so which is it? Which right. is it? That's what I wanted to ask him because like I said, one video you're saying this, one video is saying that and he, I'm not, I'm not no outlaw biker. I don't pretend to be. I don't act like I be. I don't act like I am. I mean, right. I don't act like I be. But anyway, and, and he sure as shit isn't, isn't one just because he got a fucking, uh, 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 an abandoned school bus. And bought a fucking piece of property and converted the fucking school bus into a shed that he's living out of. And he hasn't taken a fucking bath since last Christmas. But that doesn't make you a fucking, that doesn't make you an outlaw biker. I'm sorry. The man stands for nothing. He doesn't even know, he doesn't even know what the fuck he stands for. Right. So well, he he's tries not, to, you know, he tries to say I'm a philosopher and stuff like that. And what people have to understand is, his philosophy ain't shit. He's a he's a reader of philosophy. He ain't a philosopher. Let me tell you, he ain't no you know Socrates or shit like that. You know, he's trying to push off something, and it's all about content and all about making money. And what I really find funny is when people say, "Well, he rides a million miles." Okay, you see it in videos. What one, two, three videos that <laughs> you dumbasses paid for in the first place to get him on them ride? But does that mean he's doing that every 
day, like he claims. Nobody knows that. You're only seeing a few videos. Listen, he, like I said before, he had a nice niche. He, the guy, the guy, if he is uh, putting on those type of miles, okay, you, you leaving? The, sorry, I was just saying goodbye to my wife. What do you call it? The, the, the guy may put on a thousand thirty. He says he puts on between thirty, a uh, twenty and thirty thousand miles a year. Like hmm. I said, he had a nice niche. Just sticking with that. Why he needs the need to be viewed as a, a an outlaw biker makes I I I I want to know why. He, I mean, he, there's, there's, it makes no sense why he's generating all this kind of fucking hate for no reason. He had a nice niche where he could have made a ton of money over the internet and YouTube. He could have got on on your show and did some uh, did some interviews or wrote some cool articles about his experiences. But he decided for some reason. To go on this tangent, and maybe he felt that if he bad-mouthed uh, uh, Insane Throttle and he bad-mouthed uh, Black Dragon and what he does, I think that may be his motive for that was to try to get the subscribers and pull them away and put them in on, on his uh, platform. I don't know, but I, I do know he is anything but a fucking, uh, uh, any type of uh, club, uh, club biker. He does, well, he, see, that's he, you he know what you brought up something right there, in New York, where he said, "Well, I do about twenty to thirty thousand miles a year." I know a lot of nomads and a lot of one percenter clubs that put on a ton more than that. So let me tell you, they'll go forty, fifty thousand. These nomads, so you know, he ain't nothing special when it comes to the riding a bike as a nomad and bury his ass, especially some of those old timers. Uh, but you're, you know, you're so right as far as the subscribers. Well, you know, you know, uh, job at a cunt. He learned real quick. Uh, how uh, getting called out on the internet, he got sent to his little freaking corner like the bitch top corner he is. But, uh, you know, like you said, Chuck uh, is going down the same road he is. The internet's ablaze with people talking about him right now, calling him all kinds of shit. And, you know, I know there's a saying, uh, you know, bad publicity is good publicity, but this is really taking down his freaking reputation uh, for what he was doing, like you said, as his niche, and, you know, people are leaving him. And yeah, I, come to find out, he has to pay for all, he, he actually has to run paid ads to get people to his shit. And if you were any good, you wouldn't have to run paid shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because his content, it's, it, it, it's fucking played out, it's old, and it's fucking boring. All, he, all mm -hmm. he's doing now is sitting in front of the camera and just bashing and ripping people apart for no fucking reason. I I, mm. I I I just I wanted more than any more than anything to find out what what his motive was. Why are you doing it? Why do you feel the need? Do you feel that it's going to generate more subscribers? Is this what it's all about? And then on another video, you brought up Big Pete. He was saying that he he's got a new friend. This is how he puts it. I got a new friend, and me me and Big Pete are getting real close now, and this and that. You could tell the guy's thirsty and starving for mm. a friendship, somebody to lean on, like a big brother. Uh, and then like it comes I, out that uh, Pete goes after his ass. That's how freaking rats do it with each other. You know how that works, man. They eat well, each other up. Yeah, well, yeah, the, but that's how those guys are. They'll turn on each other for a minute because, like I said, they don't stand for anything but themselves. At the end of the day, it's all about themselves. Why do you think he makes videos uh, that, you know, his, out, his wife is out working, doing this, this, and this, while he's fucking sitting home making hate videos? He's a lazy right. piece of shit. He's got nothing to do but stir the pot. And then he plays both sides of the field. I told you, he's like, he, he's like that. I even put in the article. He's the type of guy, if you're in a bar, who has a couple of beers, he'll start talking shit to you. You'll try to ignore him because you know he ain't about nothing. He'll fucking come up to you, give you a shove. You want to step outside? 
And if somebody's stupid enough, they'll go, okay, you know what, I'll, I'll, I'll go outside with you. You go outside and all of a sudden you got the cops rolling up because you called his bluff and they're waiting outside. But yeah, he's the one who invited you outside. Right. But because right. you're, you know, that's the type of guy you're dealing with. I've seen his kind a thousand fucking times. He's a fucking joke. He's a dick with ears is what he is. He's a fucking right. moron. And like I said, he had a chance to sit there on an, itch, an intellectual level to rip me apart on a lot in front of a live audience to fucking rip apart everything I have to say, everything about my article. He had a chance and he won't do it. But yet right. he, he sits there and he compares himself to a fucking, he's a narcissist. He compares himself to fucking Greek uh, philosophers and, you know, uh, he, the, the guy's a fucking moron. And what he does is he goes on all these different channels. I noticed too, he's got some of the same exact titles that were up before him on his titles on his videos that uh, Screw the Tramp Scotty or whatever he calls himself. Well, he's right. using the same the same titles as him. So, the, the, like I said, the guy's going through an identity crisis. He looks around and sees, okay, who has a lot of subscribers? Oh, a lot of people are following Insane Throttle. Let me hear what he has to say. So then he'll grab some of the titles, make you think it's about the same thing, but then he's ripping you apart. And then he'll say the same exact, he'll make a title the same as Black Dragon. And then he'll, uh, and then you go on that video and it's the total opposite. He's drawing straws. That's why the best way you get it, you, you, uh, the best payback for a guy like this is to take his fucking subscribers away and pull him out on his bullshit. Right. You know, that's, that, that was my whole goal. That was my Well, whole you know, you bring it up. You know, what do you think about this shit he uh, talks about Black Dragon and stuff? Now, Black Dragon's the uh, ex national president of the Black Sabbath MC who's been around since, uh, you know, the 70s. They uh, bumped out of uh, Cali and shit like that. Some hardcore boys, you know, for 99 percenters and shit like that. But for Chuck to try to go after a man that ran an organization like that, and here he couldn't even freaking pass the higher order hangaround period is saying a lot. And, you know, I know Black Dragon tries to stay away from his bullshit because he is actually beneath Black Dragon uh, when oh, it comes to this lifestyle and shit. But I actually talked to uh, BD this morning. I was like, man, shit, this motherfucker thinks he's all that. You know, he thinks he gets on an intellectual basis with everybody, and he's more ignorant than anything. You know, like I said, we invited him when he took his trip here to Chicago to have a debate in Chicago. And comes back, says, well, I'm too busy. Now, all of a sudden, it was too busy to travel. You know, it's either make up your mind, but the real truth of the matter is you did not want to be in front of a club member because he was confronted by two red and golds uh, in a dealership in New Mexico. And I guess he uh, had to get some pampers and shit like that because he was told what was up. He was given that warning. So mm-hmm. maybe that's why he's all up against uh, motorcycle clubs or what. But, hey, other people get their opinion, too. Well, let me I'll put it to you this way. As far as uh, BD goes, let's look at it as a mechanic thing. You you know, you go on YouTube, you got a problem with your motorcycle. You're not used to spinning wrenches. Are you going to listen to a guy who's a, a certified mechanic who's worked mm-hmm. in it and been in it in his whole life? Or are you going to go and listen to a guy who's never spun a wrench before? That's the same right. exact fucking, uh, 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 that's the same exact thing. The same as, uh, exact comparison. Obviously, Black Dragon knows what he's talking about. He's lived the life. It's been a part of his life. It's in him. It's in his veins. So he knows what he's talking about, and he's telling you, he's giving you an inside perspective of what guys are expecting and, and looking for. So this way, when you go, in a, uh, go to talk to one or you find yourself in the scene, you don't make a jerk off out of yourself and an asshole. Right. 
okay? So are you going to listen to a guy who's been chased away from multiple clubs? His, he has a problem with clubs, so, so why does he keep trying to get in them? And why do they keep tr- telling him to take a fucking walk? You know right. So are you so you're going to sit there and listen to him, or you maybe they want to go listen to Big Pete, somebody who was fucking out bad. When somebody's out bad, you could compare it to being in the military. You might have been in the military, but you got a dishonorable discharge. Right. You know what I'm saying? So why do you? So why would you listen to him, Big Pete? Right. In, in, in his book and everything, it shows you that the guy is a snake. He's about nobody but himself. At the end of the day, it's all about him, him, him. And but yet you're going to listen to a uh, listen to him about brotherhood, right? And then he's exactly. got what that what is that that biter that better biker whatever it's fucking called. I don't even listen to that nonsense. But right. they, uh, they're sitting there talking. They're talking about. I never heard anything about the ninety nine percent. That's some go up to a go up to a one percenter and say you're a ninety nine percent. See what the hell they tell you. But then he's talking about two percent. Right. So he calls out. <laughs> well, what was funny himself. about that? You know how hypocritical he was because that was another scheme he does like Chuck does is try to make uh, controversy because he was going after BD on that shit. And what was funny is 99 percent are started in 1962 in our own town of Chicago with the DC Eagles. You know they wear the 99 percent no fucking good patch. So that's where he you know blew up his whole argument right there. He made himself look like an asshole. And then when uh, his former club came out and made a statement and you know and most people don't understand when a one percenter club of that magnitude comes out and makes a statement to the press you better look at it and think about it because they usually don't do that shit and they did it because they didn't want people getting taken advantage of it by uh you know java they didn't want them you know taking advantage because you know, it was funny, earlier on in that group you were talking about, he started talking about patches, you know, should we make patches up? And right there and then, it's how ignorant people are if they did read the book. You know, he tried to start up that cosmic writer bullshit and make money off of uh, unsuspecting bikers, and he talks about it in his own freaking book, how he did it for the money only and how he cut out his own club. So it's like, how do people not think? About what the hell they're dealing with out there. The guys give the guys the guy is putting it in print. He's pretty much saying, "Listen, I've always been this way. I don't give a fuck about nobody but myself." What makes you think a nobody? You never met the man. What makes you think he's gonna give two shits about you? You understand right. what I'm saying? But yet people want to sit there and they're actually contemplating putting on a fucking on a on a patch that they create up and put it on their back or is that was that really what you want to fucking stand for a bunch of a bunch of fakes right. a bunch of lying a bunch of lying fucking cowards if that's what you're about then you know by all means do you know do whatever the fuck you want i don't give a fuck what the next man does but i'm just i'm just curious how people could buy into that bullshit he had another guy on there that's uh he, i think he has two other guys i don't even know their name i think one guy's name is judge who fucking right. uh, looks like he fucking died five years ago and forgot to fall down, okay? <laughs> and you got a uh, fucking another another guy talking a part of him, and now you got Chuck. I mean, this is some fucking crew you got together. I mean, that's a fucking all star of fuck ups. And if that, and that's well, you what know people are buying You know into? what's even funny about that uh, New York is they're in this group talking about it's about education and freedom. Well, one, he you know he deletes anybody who don't want to, you know see his viewpoint but you also got people that are in clubs you know granted it's on the opposite end of the fucking aisle but they're in clubs actually following this fucker <laughs> yeah <laughs> how they don't know is that? that 
They don't. They don't. <laughs> they don't know no better, and it shows what the fuck they stand for. And, and like I said, it's those type of guys, those type of guys that go out and do stupid shit that put a bad name on the other guys. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? So they're gonna pick because when people sit there and judge, uh, judge bikers as as a whole, they ain't gonna sit there and concentrate on the toy runs and the shit like that and focus how mo- uh, most uh, outlaw clubs generate more money for uh, do more fundraisers than any other organization to help abuse kids and this and that. They, they won't bring that up. They'll bring up the stupid shit that guys like fucking uh, Chuck uh, Jives talks about and fucking Big Pete and his other two fucking, uh, those other two bookends that he's right. not fucking talking. You know what I'm saying? It's disgusting. And I and I really thought that I could step in and maybe as an independent, as an independent biker, step in and say, wait a minute, you know, from one independent to a uh, biker to another, you claim that you're an in, you're, you're an independent. If you're really an independent, what's the need? And you don't want to even associate yourself with that. Why would you even think about making up a patch? And anybody right. who's listening out there, this ain't your views. This is mine. So I don't want anybody to make you wear the black eye for what I say. But my outlook is if you're a true, real independent biker, what's the need to put a fucking patch to announce it to the world? You riding down the highway in your fucking hoodie, your your, your hoodie uh, sweatshirt, or riding on a what with a vest on with no patches clearly shows. Clearly, that's that's that that's one big patch in itself, letting everybody know you're an independent biker. Why do you need to look the part if you if if you don't want to even be associated with clubs? Why do you even want to uh, look like a uh, like you're part of a club? Isn't it good enough if you're really about just riding and this and that and isn't it good enough just climbing on your bike and riding down the fucking highway by yourself? Isn't that what a real lone wolf is? Right, exactly. Why do you, what do why you do think you of his? Uh, what do you think of his viewpoint of uh, the way he looks on protocol and shit like that? He doesn't even know what the protocol is. He doesn't even. That's the problem. I I, I can't even draw a, a, a conclusion on it because, like I said, one one show he's saying that he's a, a true independent, he's a Cigna male, and the only ones that'll uh, ever make it in a, in a brotherhood are uh, the alpha males, and then he gives his whole line speech how uh, being an alpha male is no good. Then he goes on and says, like, uh, uh, BD is a, 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 a beta male, and he goes down a whole list about what that stands for. And then on another video and another post, he's saying, I, wa- I want to start my own uh, three-piece RC patch. Mm-hmm. So it's like I, I I can't even draw a. That's why I really wanted this open mic debate with him because I want him I wanted him to take a final fucking stance on what he truly believes right then and there because he's so all over the place depending on your fucking video and that's what I said the guy's going through a, a clear identity crisis. Right. So there, I, it's hard for me to draw. I, the only view I have about the guy is that he's a fucking moron. About right. anything that comes out of his mouth, because there's nothing believable. He don't. He doesn't stand for nothing. His view changes from minute to minute. One video, it's God bless the world and the birds are chirping. It's a beautiful pa- place. And then he'll post another video up uh, 20 minutes later. Fuck this. Fuck that. I'm an outlaw biker. People don't know the true meaning of the word outlaw. Be, uh, I, I'm an outlaw because I fucking live in the middle of the desert by myself. And he, you know, he claims to live, live off the grid. Living off the grid, he's got fucking he's he's got all the fucking uh, pleasures of everyday life. I don't I don't get where even that's a fucking point. Even that niche he fucked up. He's a fucked up all around. He he, right. he he lies to people, tells them he's from from fucking Chicago. He's not from Chicago. Riding around with that fucking uh, 
the Chicago bottom rock rocker run is back. Then he tells Oh, that pisses he's... a lot of people off. Let me tell you, in Chicago, because you got a lot of people that grew up in the burbs and shit that say they're from Chicago. You, well, you know how that is shit. Is yeah, yeah I wouldn't want somebody like him wearing a thing that says Brooklyn because people meet him and they're like, wow, this guy's a fucking asshole. Then they may think everybody from Brooklyn thinks like that. Right, you know, he's, a, right. he's an embarrassment. He's a fucking embarrassment is what he is. He's a, yeah, he, you know? he actually is from Tinley Park, and for people who don't know of this area, that's 40 miles outside of the Chicago city limits. <laughs> I don't know much about the man, but I guarantee you he's one of those, he's one of these rich kids who lived a coddled life, okay, with all the pleasures, grew up in money, because he talks about he, uh, he, uh, he has, uh, you know, he has no, uh, no good insurance and this and that, except, you know, he was, uh, he was in the Navy and he goes on that. Then he then he goes on to explain which, how he's he's a protector for for everybody how why he gave himself he's wearing he's got a on his uh, cut he's got a, an American flag and right under it he's got an Iron Cross and he says that he awarded himself with that Iron Cross because during uh, Bernie Sanders thing people were uh, getting their um, getting their uh, their boots at some type of a rally uh, tossed around and he was the protector for all of them so he. He felt that it was necessary as a protector that he would put on uh, the Iron Cross. The, like I said, the guy's a narcissist. He's a he's a sick he's a sick bastard, is what he is. Right. You know, and I bet he don't even know what the meaning of that Iron Cross is. Let me tell you. No, <laughs> no, he he has no clue. The guy the guy doesn't know what he's doing. He's drawing straws. I hope anybody who's listening do it. Do yourself a favor. Don't even fucking look on his videos. Don't even listen to what he has to say because he's fucking clearly clearly doesn't know what he's talking about he's a hypocrite the best thing you could do with a guy like this if it gives you the opportunity to call him out on his bullshit is to have an open mic with him but if he's not willing to do that people need to just walk away they need you to know, just what's, you know he, he won't he won't uh debate you will he because no. he's uh try to contact us say this and that we said we well you've seen the video where i called him out but uh, he won't. He, you know, he keeps on saying, you know, you backed out, they backed out. Nobody's backed out of nothing. We're waiting. We gave him a date. <laughs> okay, but he, like I said, and he kept removing. He kept removing the posts because I knew he was going to, and he was removing mine. So I kept screenshotting my responses because it looks right. like I'm not even answering him half the time. So he's only leaving out part of it. So he makes me sound like a fucking idiot that I'm not even addressing his problem. I even told him, I said, why do you keep diverting this? I said, regardless of whatever beef you have. Between Black Dragon, I says in Hollywood, that that's neither here nor there. That doesn't pertain to me, okay? Right. Hollywood was nice enough to give, because I don't have a platform, okay? Hollywood was nice enough to offer Instinct Throttle as a platform for me to speak and for you to speak, okay? So stop stop going back to diverting to uh, uh, Hollywood backing out and Black Dragon, but this is not between... This is not between them and you and me. This is between just you and me, one independent biker to another. You got your views, I think, kind of, depending on, you know, your fucking mood. You got your views. I wanted to give him a chance to give a long speech on what he feels a real a real outlaw biker is and what they stand for. I wanted him to give his views on what makes him feel that he's an outlaw biker. I wanted him to give his views on why he supports the Mongols getting their uh, trademark seized and taken away. And I wanted to give my views to, uh, against all of that. But right. it, he, according to him, that's not that's not clear cut enough. So then I even tried another route. Okay, fuck all that. Why don't we just have an open mic where two guys talk man to man? I said, can't you fucking, can't you think on the fly for yourself? Can't you just 
can you just talk man to man without fucking uh having a fucking um uh what was it uh a premise of what we're gonna talk about a fucking itinerary? We'll just shoot the shit on an open mic. That wasn't even good enough. He removed that. So then he went down a long list. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to you on uh, December eighth at uh, uh, seven o'clock. And he says, but I want, and then he goes right back to it, but you need to answer these questions. And he goes, why did uh, Black Dragon back out of a debate with me? Why did Hollywood back out two times? And then when I respond, my shit gets taken down. And, he's, and then he puts another post up. You see, folks, another one who I call out and doesn't want to do it because they yeah, don't want he, to Yeah, he's it. real well known about having multiple Facebook profiles, too. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's frustrating. And like I said, you know, do I even bother making any more comments i'm like you know what i'm gonna say my side when uh see if hollywood will give my side of uh what happened i already put that article out at some point you know if these assholes want to follow something like that you know then my opinion they're assholes too because if you right if you could buy into that uh, you're a fucking moron i mean it's clear all they got to do is watch his videos the guys all over the place and if that's what you're about then go be about it (laughs) you know what i'm saying exactly I mean, I don't know what else I could say. I mean, if the guy changes his mind, if the guy changes his mind, I'm more than willing to talk to him on an open mic on on, on your platform or whatever like that. But, you know, at the end Mm. of the day, I can't force the guy. At some point, you got to say, you know, you got to shrug your shoulders and say, you know what, fuck him, you know. Right. Well, it's, it's already you getting to that point for us all now because that's the way this fucker does. You know, like you say, he says one thing does another and all that bullshit. He's just, you know, what can I say? He's a big wannabe, man. He, you know, he never could get past two clubs as uh, uh, membership uh, prospect times and all that bullshit. So now he's pissed off, you know. But if you can't get out, of, you know, past Iron Order's hangaround period, you need to hang up on the MC shit and stick to what you uh, were doing in the first place. And I feel, uh, actually feel sorry for... Uh, Scooter uh, Tramp Scotty, man, because he's got a really damn good platform, and I don't think he wants to be associated with some asshole like this, because Scotty's out out at those damn uh, rallies all the freaking time around club members, so, (laughs) you know what I mean? Yeah, and what what, what he's doing is he's actually taking some of the exact titles that Scotty's using and, and putting it on his, so you'll see them right, you know, one right, you'll see Scotty's. On your search, and then it'll uh, on the YouTube search, and uh, that uh, fucking Dick Whittier's will be right under him. Right, right. You know, so and and he's actually latching on to other people. I don't even know if the guy knows about. It. I see that because uh, I was watching a couple of videos because uh, Scotty's got some really good videos. And that's oh, Scotty's an awesome freaking guy. I love man. those videos. That he shows awesome. pictures. He gives stories, and you know, I, I love it. And originally, that's what I thought. Um, uh, Chuck Jives was going to fucking, uh, what was about, until I started watching more and more videos, and then I'm like, wait a minute, what the fuck is this nonsense? And right. then I'm like, you know, and then, and then then before you know it, I got sucked in to getting aggravated, and I'm like, I got to write a fucking article about this guy. This guy's a fucking, uh, this guy's an imbecile. And, and uh, how, you 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 own Validus uh, Throttle and Validus Fitness, too, and that's a platform yes. that you uh, post uh, your articles on. Yes, yeah. I put I, like, it goes on out of the box clothingandproducts.com, dot com, and I have like a I have a blog on there that people go you know uh, they can look at all the shirts and all the uh, apparel that we sell, but uh, under it it'll say uh, blogs, and I'll put my articles on there, 
And that was right. another thing I think he kept getting confused. He kept saying, well, Jimmy's at it again with my article. Because at the end of the article, it clearly says New York on the bottom. Right. So he, he, uh, he's like, Jimmy's at it again. He's uh, saying this, this, and this with my article there. And I put on his post. I was like, get it right. I said, that was me. That was Validus Fitness, New York. That, that was me who said that. I said, get your, get your facts straight. And right, then, right. then me and him started arguing once he realized it was me, but then he diverted it. It was almost like he didn't even want to like acknowledge me. And he, it, he got a hard arm for you and Black Dragon. And he kept bringing up Black Dragon and, and, uh, and you because I really believe his motive is he wants your subscribers. Our subscriber base looks at him like a freaking, he's the biggest moron there is, <laughs> and, you know, because our guys, you know, like you, you can smell a fake. Anybody can smell this fake. But I just feel sorry for Scotty because he, he throws his name around a lot. And, you know, if I was Scotty, I'd be like, hey, man, shut the fuck up. I have nothing to do with you. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure, I, you know, I don't know who, I don't know Scotty on a personal level. I just watch his videos, and he seems like a real chill guy who wouldn't even want to get uh, wrapped up in the bullshit. But, you know, it's too big you couldn't get him on or get him to, uh, you know, to say, you know, is this the type of guys you want latching on to you? Right. I, I mean, really, because we need to somehow, some way, expose this guy, uh, Chucky Boy, we need to expose him for what he really is so he could fucking, uh, so his audience could see that he's spewing bullshit. Right. But, you know, there's going to be a certain percentage where no matter what you showed them, they're going to follow him anyway because, you know, uh, there's other fucking uh, brainwashed cowards out there who think just like him. And they're glad that they have somebody who's an idiot and stupid enough that's uh, not going to get embarrassed to make themselves look like a fucking asshole on, on uh, videos. And like I right. said, anybody who's ever watched his videos, it, you don't even you don't you don't know who you're getting from one uh from one video to the next. His views are all, all over the place. Uh, what the fuck the world means, outlaw bike is this and that. I mean it's it's a subject that he's beaten to death and he clearly doesn't even know what the fuck he's talking about because if you had no respect, if you're a sigma male and you have no respect for alphas and be, uh, be, uh, beta males and this and that, why did you even attempt to get in a club before then? Why would exactly. you even waste your time? Why, you know why would you even want to do it? And then he's talking about, I can't stand any outlaw biker clubs, this and that. And then another video, he's, uh, 81 is the, uh, 81 is the, uh, the Rolls Royce of, uh, motorcycle clubs. And I, I love those guys, this and that. But the other video I just watched, it's fuck all outlaw clubs. Right. You know, it's, it's, you know, I, I just, I, I, I don't even know what the fuck I can say. I mean, talking about the guy, I get fucking dizzy because right. I don't even I like you know it's like chasing your tail with him but that's why I really wanted to get him on a fucking platform so we could take one last final fucking stance a clear cut stance where we could actually okay is this how you really feel is this how you really really feel for him to say yeah this is how we're okay well now let me tell you why you're a fucking moron right. that's what I was hoping to do but you know it ain't going to happen if he changes his mind and if he reaches out to you you know I let me know I'll I'll fucking be on an open mic in two fucking seconds to talk to this guy. I don't need to sit there. Well, you know, that right there as we uh, end this segment, uh, what would you say to him? I would say that he's by far, no way, an outlaw biker. If he wants to label himself a biker, he has a bike, he has a motorcycle, he stacks on miles. Okay, that I'll accept. 
Uh, is he an independent biker? I don't know because he's an independent biker, but yet he keeps trying to join all these different clubs. I think he's a fucking moron. He has no clear-cut um, uh, understanding of what an outlaw biker uh, is or what they stand for. Him wanting to support the Mongols getting their patch taken away, and then on the next on the next video saying how he really wants to start a Dream Peace patch and uh, start an RC goes against everything that he's trying to stand for because if they do if they take away the Mongols patch, that's just a fucking uh, president to do it to everybody else. They're going to work their way down the list is what they're going to do. So they're eventually going to do it to him. And I want to know what happens when he's wearing his patch because he supports um, establishments not wearing their cuts into uh into bars and this and that. So I want to know what happens when he's wearing that three-piece patch that he wants to create and he tries going into a bar and they tell him, sorry, you got to take off your vest. You can't wear it out of here. I want to know, is he going to go through the whole, this is the Constitution and this uh, this is against the Constitution and this is my legal right to be on you know, freedom of speech, to wear what I want and to walk into any establishment. I wanted to know how he feels about that if he wants to start a, if he wants to start his own uh, RC. And what's he going to do, God forbid, if he ever does start that RC? What's he going to do when a bunch of guys, if a bunch of guys wear that patch and they get busted for something fucking stupid and they try, uh, and the Leos try making it that he was in on it because he's the founder of that fucking, uh, that, uh, more, more, more on, uh, fucking band of club or whatever you want to call it. I want to know what he's going to do about that, but I'm not going to get those answers. So, well, you know, the challenge is out there, you know, and this is his last chance because I'm sure he'll hear this one uh, with you. So the challenge is out there. You got one opportunity to prove what the hell he's about. My guess is he'll uh, come up with some bullshit excuse because it don't work into his plan and he don't want to get destroyed live on freaking uh, this platform, let me tell you. But, uh, New York, I really appreciate having you on the show, and, and, uh, we'll keep on this, man. We'll keep our ears out, and, uh, hopefully this, uh, you know, Chuck E. Cheese, uh, let's see what he's really about if he comes on and backs up his shit with you. I hope he does, and I just want to say I thank you for everything. I appreciate you, uh, you know, you're one of the few guys on the, uh, on the subjects that's willing to, uh, respectfully listen to both sides. And you give a platform for guys' uh, voices to be heard. And I want to, you know, I don't know if you get thanked enough for it, but I want to say on a personal level, man-to-man, I really respect what you're doing. I appreciate it, and I thank you for letting me use your platform to the, to get some ears out there to hear what the fuck is uh, really going on. I respect everything you're doing, and I hope you keep going forward, and I hope you keep growing, because guys like you, we need more of you. And, right, and especially guys like you it. and Black Dragon. I appreciate it, and I got nothing but respect for you. Thanks for all that, New York. We appreciate it, man. And uh, I'll keep you informed on what's going on. Thank you. I appreciate it. Stay warm, man. You too. Bye. All right. Hi, this is James Hollywood Machikari. Hop on over and check out our new YouTube channel where you can hear Motorcycle Madhouse and watch the Biker Angle. You can look up the new channel by going to our website, HarleyLiberty.com, or Insane Throttle Biker News in the YouTube channel search bar. Don't forget to have that prospect hit the subscribe button and that bell in the upper right-hand corner so you will always be up to date with the new channel content. Motorcycle Madhouse with James Hollywood Machikari. Yep, yep, good to yep. go. Hollywood's Motorcycle Madhouse on iHeartRadio.
So there you have it, folks. You had that live interview with the Kazakh One Percenters giving their side of the story to that Mark White deal. And I want to thank uh, New York for coming on and spending a great deal of time with us on the show today in regards to Chucky G's, as we call them over here. But all kidding aside, somebody like uh, Chucky Cheese is out there doing some pretty dangerous stuff. And for those that follow a guy like that, Basically, all I have to say is you get what's coming to you. All he's out there doing is trying to make the money for himself, try to get the subscribers. That's why he's trying to cause all the controversy he is doing. So remember that next time you subscribe to him. He was given a chance to give his side of the story on Insane Throttle's Motorcycle Madhouse, but he has refused instead going down, a, as I can say, a children's uh, avenue of way of doing things. He wants to play games where Insane Throttle don't have the time to be playing games with him. He was offered the chance to uh, debate myself in Chicago live where people could have seen uh, myself, him, and a member of a motorcycle club in the debate. Instead, again, he refused to show up because a motorcycle club member would have been there. So, Whatever he has to say, Insane Throttle don't back off from nobody. You guys all should know that by now. But we really appreciate you guys uh, listening in today. Don't forget to go over to our YouTube channel where we have Motorcycle Madhouse Shorts every morning, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. And our lives at uh, 7 o'clock Central Standard Time, Monday through Friday, going over the news of the day. But with that, I'll talk to you guys all later, and you guys have a good week. Well, that's it for this week's episode of Motorcycle Madhouse. Don't forget to go over to New Insane Throttle's new YouTube channel and check me out over on Biker Angle. Also get your daily dose of biker news every morning at HarleyLiberty.com. If you haven't done so already, go like the new Motorcycle Madhouse Facebook page. And until next week, I'm James Hollywood Machikari, and remember, keep that throttle cracked wide open. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Holiday tips and wine stories from Paul, Kristen, and Dexter at Total Wine & More. My top tip, not all gifts have to be for others. Treat yourself. Crisp whites like a floral Sauvignon Blanc pairs perfectly with shrimp cocktail and other light appetizers. Now that's how you kick off a holiday meal. Most adults smile an average of 20 times a day. Make that 21 for someone you love with the perfect bottle from Total Wine & More. Whether you're entertaining or just bringing the wine, we'd love to share our always low prices and ridiculous selection with you this holiday. Total Wine & More. Cheers. 